welcome back to episode three of Dad Drinking, sponsored by Side Project Jerky. I am Marcus. And I'm Jim, and we've been dads since 09. Long fucking time. I gotta say, Marcus, I, that intro really makes me feel like I'm being introduced at like a uh, Serbian basketball league game. <laughs> like I'm running through some weird dry ice smoke. <laughs> and they're like shooting those balls that are weirdly colored. Yeah, yeah, and, the like, multicolored ball. There's crazy lines on the balls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's it's a fun intro. GarageBand's great. GarageBand's <laughs> amazing. This uh, Also this week, we are sponsored by 100% Less Sniffles. Um, I apologize with all my heart that um, I was sniffling throughout the first couple episodes, but being a dad and you dads out there listening will understand that your kid goes to school on the first day of school and comes home with a um, slight runny nose. It means you're going to be sounding like Kathleen Turner and doing a podcast you know, with way too many sniffles uh, way a couple weeks later. Yeah. yeah, and then you, you pass it to... Or they pass it to you. Mm-hmm. You pass it to your wife. Your wife passes it to the other. My, kid. And my wife is like a goat. Like she doesn't. She can eat whatever and never get really? sick. She, Does she doesn't eat get tin sick. Cans? Tires, tires <laughs> mostly. But she's a lovely goat. But she never gets sick. Um, and it was good because she actually carried us through the week. That's great. And that, that's what happened with my week. I basically sounded like Kathleen Turner. Okay. And um, tried to hang out with you try to do this a little bit unsuccessfully but I'm, i feel like i'm back and i'm better than ever welcome welcome back jim thank you marcus welcome appreciate here. it what did you do this week uh, what did i do <sighs> i worked i worked it was um miserable but hey it's good to have a job yeah and i uh let's see oh i went to a concert i did oh, really? yeah yeah i went to go see sacred reich Okay. It was their 30-year anniversary. They're going to say their third anniversary. <laughs> no, no, they're old. Third Reich. They're fat. They're. They still got it though. They put on a great show. Great. They put on a great show. Uh, and then they this opener Byzantine. They were fucking killer. They, yeah, they killed it. So, so that was Monday. And is that then, metal? I'm not a big metal guy. So it's it's absolutely metal. Yeah. It's 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 thrash metal. Maybe Byzantine is kind of maybe more new metal. Mm. And you. Um, Right. And you, yeah, 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 not not new like N E W, absolutely not. And then Thursday night we went to festival. That's right. That's where I thought you were going at first, but you went right to the thrash metal and new metal. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, okay. you, you know, you, they're similar events though. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, less Pabst at the uh, at the festival, more uh, more cocktails. Yeah. So what did you think of festival? It was my first experience, but I understand you're kind of like a veteran yeah. based on all of the interactions where I was walking around with you and people coming up and like. <laughs> Hugging you, thanking you for Philly chef memes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of a big deal around here. Kind of a big deal around <laughs> they were excited here. to hear about your pivot to podcast, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I appreciate the the vote of confidence that, that you you brought with. So yeah, well, as I say every episode, and it's kind of like a recurring bit now. But the Fidel Gastro brand is strong. It's, you know? it's a strong, it's strong brand. It's only made stronger by this this new podcast. <laughs> by the way, you can also um, we have some additional news in addition to getting. Uh, all of your podcast news and info and recipes on daddrinking.com. You can also see us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play. You can subscribe. Please subscribe and rate us, even if you want to tell us we're dog trash. Yeah. Um, and Garbage fire. Yeah. Whatever you want. Whatever the, the worst possible adjectives you can use. Yeah. Um, and then you can also follow the social media accounts that we've uh, recently established, or I should say Marcos recently established. Yeah, surprisingly, nothing was taken. Right. So, so we've got Dad Drinking, at, at Dad Drinking on Instagram. 
where we'll post pictures of, of the cocktails um, and Jim's millennial outfits. And we'll also, um, you can get us on Twitter at Dad Drinking, which is great. So any comments, any cocktail requests, any feedback on, you know, how good we're, how good of a job we're doing at parenting, we're in. So before we get to this week's drink, um, tell me a little bit about your favorite drink at Feastable this week. What that the first one? It was the the tequila thing, the Mexico Mule. The Mexico Mule, yes. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. It was light. It was refreshing. It's a long night, so yeah. you get started at six. You shove food in your face until about nine, uh, at which point all the food runs out and all the chefs run out of there <laughs> with their hair on fire because they're so sick and tired of serving, you know, Philly's high society. But the, there's there's plenty of drinks lot i think they've got big sponsors big sponsors so i think it was i think i saw you take down your mexican mexican mule um almost by the time you got through the line to get jesse ito's food oh my god yeah yeah he he was yeah 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 jesse ito he was the i think bell of the ball in terms of you know he's basically serving omakase for a thousand people uh nice torch salmon and mackerel Incredibly light, incredibly fresh. It was awesome. And the line was a good 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. And for those of you that, that aren't familiar with Feastful, it's kind of like one of those top chef um, uh, huge parties where people walk around and they make small talk with the chefs and eat like small bites. Yeah. But it was more Philly style. So they had things like uh, the Weyerbacher Dallas Sucks yes. IPA. Um, that was really good. That was my favorite beer. That was your favorite My favorite beer? drink, I should say. Uh, that that was really good. I love those guys. Yeah, They're was good. it from Sancho Pistolas or? Jose uh, well, or it's it's, it's that the whole. Team. There's like a whole syndicate, right? The yeah. Pistola syndicate. So you've got the Syndicato. The Syndicato. Yeah. You've got Jose Pistolas in Center City. You've got Sancho Pistolas in uh, Fishtown, and they just recently opened Pistolas del Sur okay. in South Philly. Oh, they're going to say it was in Florida or something. At the old Paladino's Steakhouse. Oh, cool. Yeah. So big, massive place. I talked to Adan Trinidad who's the chef there, chef owner, um, who's, um, you know, friends with Casey Parker and Joe Gunn, and he said that they've just been getting crushed. So we'll have to go down there. Maybe we'll do a, an on-site dad drinking down at Pistola's Del Sur. That'd be fun. Maybe we can do our we, – we've been toying with the idea of doing a recipe of fan shop, which is a, uh, a Chilean recipe, or a, a jote. Uh, maybe <laughs> we could do that there. That would be kind of funny. I'm down. I think they'd be down to make it. Too. But what did, we, what did we drink today? So, so today's – Today's episode is focused on the Pim's Cup, which is, I guess, a British drink? Yeah, it's a it's a British drink. It was invented, actually, and, and this is not, we promise that it's not a theme that we're going to go with all like ancient drinks, but this was actually invented, Pim's number one was invented in 1823 by uh, James Pim. This is an old-ass drink. This drink yeah. is almost 200 years old. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, almost as old as the country. Um, and Jimmy Pim... He was sitting around one day at his oyster bar that he had, which sounds pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, Jimmy thought he needed a little digestif, so he, he mixed some gin with some herbal botanicals and created something. Do. Yeah, and created created a 50-proof liquor. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's pretty – it's not super heavy. It's crushable. <laughs> yeah, especially when you do the cup version like we did, which is the Pim's number one um, mixed with a lemon soda and – 
15 and that's an exaggeration for heaps of garnish garnish just like fruit it's it's like a fruit salad yeah. with ice in a tall boy or a high, i can always call it a tall boy highball it's british sangria basically yes yeah it's Brit. it's it's and it tastes like british tea it's like yeah. high tea yeah. with fruit but um alcohol in it so would, would you consider it to be refreshing jim mm. no i just took another sip so i could try and get the essence as we started talking about this and I think it. I think it does have a lot of iced tea notes. Yeah. Um, the recipe is very. Again, we keep picking these super simple drinks so that we can uh, get to talking about it more quickly. Get to the talking. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and you give the people what they want, as you know. Uh, but the the recipe is super simple. It's it's it calls for one part pims number one to three parts lemon soda, um, which we in our first taste of the night thought was way too weak it was almost like like um diluted iced tea yeah uh, diluted exactly. british arnold palmer yeah. and so we did a we quickly finished that and yeah and took down a second one that had two to three parts um but the, the crazy thing is the i mean that's easy to make you put it in a highball with ice um but the garnishes are are the the uh the really defining characteristic of this yeah. drink yeah they it's there's so many <laughs> you want to go through them yeah so you've got strawberries one strawberry quartered okay. you've got cucumbers one slice that's that's just for the uh you know the the, the detoxing qualities uh, of it you've got lemon one lemon slice half an orange slice and mint yeah a big old sprig it, yeah. it calls for four to six leaves we just stuck a, a sprig in there yeah yeah we got bloody mary with it it's, it, I don't know. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts about it? You, I, I wouldn't say Looking at you drinking it, you were probably the least excited to drink that I've ever seen you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I love drinking. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I mean, I guess it's refreshing. It's, it, it's on ice, so how can it not be refreshing? But it's, you know, the good thing is you, you get the ice on top of all that fucking shitty garnish and so you just get the bouquet from that but it's yeah it's it's kind of tea like it's i wouldn't say bitter but it it has a i, I don't know it's it's like a bleh, kind of you know would, yeah just like that yeah, yeah. i mean you, you take a sip and you go bleh, i don't know but you know what though this is maybe maybe this is because do you like iced tea i, I I'm okay with with iced tea. You're not one of those guys that goes to a a, a nice restaurant for lunch and, and orders. I am definitely that guy. An yeah, iced tea. Yeah. Well, because I I can't drink at lunch, so no. yeah, I'll be, I'll be wrecked. But but with with Pims too. I mean, maybe maybe I don't like Pims because in high school there was this kid, Zach Lund, Ken Lund, some Lund kid. I don't know. Damn Lunds. He yeah. So so he. Really I was like at the O'Doyle Rules family. No, no. This this kid was he's a poor like nerdy kid, you know. He's like, but I, I think he his parents had money or something. I don't know. We were I was up at a writers conference. Oh. Yeah, it's called Writers at Work. Okay. I wrote poetry. How and many how many of those of those uh, people at that conference do you think have also pivoted the podcast now? I do. Like <laughs> n- none of them. Definitely none of them. So so yeah. So we were in high school at the time, and this kid came up and he. He snuck in, you know, we, we had, we were shoulder tapping, so we'd actually gone to the local grocery store, Albertsons, 
and we got some guy to buy us a case of Olympia beer. So we were chugging Olympia beer, and this this kid brought up a bottle of Pims, and we're like, ah, Pims is great, you know. It's like, it's it's the one thing that like your your parents won't miss in the the liquor cabinet, right? Because as we're finding out tonight, it's kind of gross. Yeah. So so we chug some Pims, and maybe I don't know. So you had like British boilermakers, pretty much. Yeah, British. (laughs) Yeah, and and maybe that's my. You know, there's there's something subconsciously like Pims sucks, or th- maybe Pims just sucks. You know what I think it is? I think that that British people um, oftentimes will conflate like longevity for um, quality, okay. and because this thing's so damn old, it's something that they just hold near and dear, and they just go with it. You know, like like monarchy. Yeah, right. That's another British concept that uh, is sticking around. <laughs> right. Even, yeah. Even no. People kind of out. Way, yeah, it's kind of out. It's, like everyone else in the world will say that kind of sucks. Kind of right. Over, kinda but over, they're yeah. they're really into yeah. it. I mean, look at all the um, hubbub about uh, hubbub like that. Uh, that's a dad term, guys. <laughs> hubbub. There's Hullabaloo. a lot of there's a lot of hubbub in the uh, in the gossip rags these days about Prince Prince Harry and his uh, American actress wife, or wife now girlfriend. Yeah, that Meghan Markle girl. She's. I, I don't follow that. She's story. all right, though. Um, but but I think that, that British people just have these traditions and they stick with it, and that's kind of what they've done here. I mean, Jimmy Pym, get back and give me a little more history, he actually stuck with his Oyster House cup for 40-plus years until he sold the brand to uh, you know someone who then turned his name, he bought the rights to his name, too, and turned his name into a franchise. I've never heard of a franchise um, from 1887, but Pim's Oyster House became a franchise. The cup kept going strong, and they introduced um, this is Pim's number one is the gin-based drink. They introduced two through six over the course of the late 19th century. Assorted Pim's people. Yeah, so Pim's one is gin. I, I don't think we mentioned. Did we mention that? No, Maybe. not yet. No, because um, no, so, I was about to ask you what what is the number one. Yeah, number one is, is gin. So obviously that's very British, right? They they love their gin, um, and it helps them self-loathe. And then, so they, they decided, let's go, let's go further and do, do number two, let's go to the Highlands and get some scotch and mix that in with some herbal botanicals. So that's number two. Three is brandy. Four is rum. I guess that's just taking it from the British West Indies or something. I don't yeah. know. There, it's basically a lot of UK-centric liquors. Of um, course, of course. Yeah. And then rye, which I, I guess is for us, for the, the American colonies. Yeah. I don't know. Is rye an American drink? Yeah, no, so. actually, so so rye actually, a, a friend of mine is trying to give rye a, a you know a, a, a terroir, you know, a, a place like a bourbon some, moment. Exactly, and yeah. it's, I think it's like Central PA or somewhere in Pennsylvania. Okay, I'll find out more about that. Okay, and we'll discuss that a la- on a later date. Oh, you mean like a territorial? I yeah, like like the French. Exactly. So it's like a champagne thing. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So you can't call it rye unless you're from the from area. Central PA. That's bullshit. I mean. Uh, if your friend's listening, I hope he doesn't take it to heart. No, no, no. I mean, he's whatever. I think he works for, I think he works for Jim Beam now. Or okay. Yeah, I don't know. He's in the biz. He he's gets a it. friend of a friend. Yeah. So, so those two through five are no longer available. But number six is still available. Pim six is vodka. But uh, in what is our recurring theme of uh, one of our one of our bits we do on this podcast is talking trash about the Pennsylvania uh, state-controlled liquor stores. They suck. Fine Wine and Good Spirits does not carry any PIMS other than number one. Um, and so even if you wanted to try six, not possible here in our good state. Yeah, and if, if you are listening and you could somehow get us a bottle of number six or number two through five, 
uh, daddrinking.com. <laughs> so two through five will be hard because they're no longer uh, made by Diageo, who now owns the brand. However, number six is a vodka-based drink. Yeah, and but if you if you like a Pim's collector, oh, I'm just saying, like, oh. there might be some guy <laughs> out there. A lot of dads are Pim's collectors. I well, think. dads collect things, mm-hmm. right? I mean, they have basements. I wonder if the Pim's collector will know what the so so that Pim's label makes a big deal about the secret ingredients, the secret mix of the herbal botanicals. Oh, dude, Pim's collector knows nothing about that. You don't think Pim's, so? I think Pim's collector. You think more it died with Jimmy Pim? Well, I don't think it died with Jimmy Pim, okay. but. I think maybe Pim's collector knows. I think he's more into like the labels. I see. The, but, the labels are cool. They yeah. on their on uh, so Diageo does a really good job on their website about Pim's. They really make you excited. I was super excited to try this drink <laughs> because it, when you go and look at um, so I'm the guy that does the research on this podcast. Um, I do a little research, not for this. The, the not one. this. I was, you were yeah, no. disinterested. That's what I, happens when I, I called for the Pim's Cup just to yeah. get you back for the Aperol nonsense we had yeah. last time. Dude, the Aperol was good. Don't um, front. But, but the website is hilarious. They, they boldly pronounce that it's Pim's o'clock <laughs> as soon as you uh, arrive there. And then they invite you to drink, start drinking the Pim's while interneting, which I think is a pretty funny way that British people talk about surfing the web. Because <laughs> I guess Brits don't surf, right? Like, you can't surf up there. Brits definitely don't surf. They yeah. internet. <laughs> So, um, tea. so, what kind of dad, Marcos, drinks a Pimp's Cup? Drinks a Pimp's Cup. So, well, let's talk about, because we talked about the Aperol Spritz was the official uh, sponsor of Man U, right? Mm-hmm. So, That's correct. So, Pimp's is the official drink of Wimbledon. Yes, they, they actually, according to trusted internet sources, they ripped through 40,000 pints of Pims in one Wimbledon tournament. It's outrageous. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely outrageous because this tastes like shit. <laughs> this is just not. It's just like an iced tea, man. It's, it's just like sitting outside in the sun with the smell of the grass. You got to be quiet. Like this is a this is an alcohol that lends itself to being quiet. It's a right? silent dad. <laughs> it's it's, <Yeah>. a dad. <laughs> it's a dad who 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 doesn't really talk about shit, and maybe, just maybe, just like the secret herbs and spices and botanicals maybe this dad has some some secrets yeah some dark secrets some, some secrets <laughs> I mean, what, what kind of secrets do you think this guy has i don't know you know what i was i was actually in the car the other day i push a rav4 nice because um, what you think a rav4 and uh the offspring came on which and, which which song uh i think it was um it was pretty fly for a white guy. Nice, uh, and 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 no fooling, no fooling. I I was singing along. Nice, and <laughs> I was really enjoying myself. And and now I I hate the Pimps Cup, but but I would say that the Offspring a little bit of a guilty pleasure. Yeah, a little bit. So guilty. so you're trying to say that the dad who drinks Pimps has a secret guilty pleasure. I and think it's, so. And it's the offspring. It's definitely the offspring. This this dad is is sipping a Pim's cup, and he's got his headphones on, right? Because the kids are watching TV. He's he's in kind of the the new. He the, never speaks up for himself, so he's not allowed to watch his own television. No, he's got low self esteem. Yeah, yeah. He's just a sucker yeah. with no self esteem. In fact, right? It's not even low. Yeah, it's no, just it's, none. It's just, Zero. Yeah, that's okay because he's got no self esteem, but he's got the Pim's cup. 
<laughs> he's got headphones. He probably yeah. has like some nice like studio headphones. He might even have like the original recording of the Offspring. Wow. You know. Nice. So basically, were they still were they around? I forget. I wasn't a big Offspring guy, um, so I don't, I don't know think, if they were around in the era of cassettes or if they came on the CDC. Oh no, CDC. So sure. you like you went to the wall and you got yeah, and you went to the mall and then went to the wall. You got the Offspring CD. I went to Musicland. Oh, I grew up out, out west. west. Oh, you guys didn't yeah. have the wall. Yeah, no, we didn't have the wall. And you put it into your JVC boombox. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You, <laughs> you put it, and and then you ran out of batteries, <laughs> and you were upset. But yes, no. So, so I, I think the dad not only is he had this dark secret while he's, you know, he's listening to his offspring while he's drinking his pims and his kids that are dominating the television. I think he 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 treats himself with the pims and some offspring. Um, after he does his his one activity per week that actually makes him sweat. So he went out and he like walked brisk briskly um, through the gardens. Yes. And then um, you know he came home, popped on the CD in his boombox and he uh, plugged in his auxiliary cable and he started sipping his pimps and he's he's fine with that and he doesn't want anyone to know of yeah. course because it's super and, lame and he's one and done right oh yeah no why why go too far I mean yeah and he also feels good about it because it the 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 just sheer volume of garnish makes it feel like it's like it's, it's like it's <laughs> the like Chardonnay. a yeah it's like the new <laughs> of like James Pym was the originator of like the green smoothie of today. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's like yeah. like you put this in a blender and you basically have like the fucking like, yeah. power. Exactly, smoothie, kale right? is the new Pims. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and you know spirulina. what, spirulina. Maybe 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 Pims might become the new kale if kale is kind of on its way down. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think Pims is having another moment. I'm not uh, sure. Yeah, unless unless as a result of dad drinking. People get people actually buy it. They get fired up. They're like, you know what? Those fuckers hate you know Pimps cups. Yeah. I'm gonna start drinking Pimps cups. You know what? I I think that if if you have any influence on uh, taste, no one's gonna go out and buy this thing. However, <laughs> I would encourage them to just so just so next time we go out, they don't say, oh, you, you're so amazing with your Philly Chef memes. Like I want them to come up and be like, I can't believe I went out and had some damn Pimps cup because you're a bitch. Right. Right. You know. Well. Look, for 20 bucks a bottle and, I don't know, another maybe five, six bucks in garnish. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that much in garnish. You could try it on for size. Yeah. See, if, see if you like it yourself. See yeah, if you like yourself. replace your Arnold Palmer with that. Yeah. Um, so one of my, speaking of guilty pleasures, i got to say, you heard Offspring. I was in some type of store the other day. I, I forget what I was doing. Um, but it was probably a grocery store just because of the song that came on. Okay. Um, the song that came on was... A song that when I heard it, I immediately started like crying. Not crying. I started moving it. I started. I started like had a little, little, little yeah, hot step. You yeah. know, it wasn't hot stepper, which I would have just straight yeah. up started like really dancing to. Um, it was. It was a song by Miss Hillary Duff. Yes. It was the theme song to the um, the no, not the Hills. It was uh, Laguna Beach. Laguna Beach. Okay. That the first MTV. One, yes. The MTV so, show. So it's it's it started with the OC. And then MTV was like, oh, we can do this, but, like, for real. Yeah, and they pretended it was a reality show. Right. right? And it definitely was scripted. Definitely. Those scripted kids, that kids could not well, improv yeah, no. their way out of a, you know, so you want a sand pit. Do you want to sing a few bars? No. No? No, but I do I do love um, 
that song. And when the when rain the falls rain down, yeah. Fall down. Yes. yes. Dude, that's a great jam. It's great. That's a good it's jam. It's great. And I don't care any dads that are listening, you all love it too. You're lying to yourselves and to your significant others if you don't. Yeah. Stop being liars. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so, so that's, that's a good one though. The that's funny thing one. the funny thing about the Pimps Cup is, you know, it, it's it's the official drink of Wimbledon. Right. There's been a ton speaking of of TV and, and pop culture. There's been a ton, ton of movies about Brits playing tennis. Yeah. Including Wimbledon. Right. With the uh, the imaginary guy from Beautiful Mind. Wimbledon with the guy. And the, that's not all, Benedict Cumberbatch. No, he's the albino looking guy named Paul. Reese. Paul Bettany. Paul, okay. Yeah, okay. Paul Bettany. Yo, Paul Bettany. He looks so angry. Yeah. Like, all the time. Like, why does he look so... Is it his pinched face? I think... Uh, maybe. Are you angry because you're British? He's angry because he keeps drinking Pim's Cups and right. expecting it's a different like, result. Fuck, this yeah. is not good. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly... Um, so, there's, that's Wimbledon. That's Wimbledon, okay. right? Then there's that one by Woody Allen with Jonathan Reese right. Myers that you were talking about. That's Just Match now. Point. Match Point. I like okay. that movie. It, it was good. I yeah. mean, it's Woody Allen, so it's I don't know like, if you remember it, but that apartment they had... On the on the Thames, on the on the Thames, on that river, was pretty amazing. I, I didn't know it was pronounced Thames until I was like nineteen. Brits always just they just pronounce off. things the way they want to pronounce it. Like, well, so do Americans. Not necessarily. I would say that if you go, if you see an American in like a foreign country, like Italy or or some Spanish speaking country, people at least try. They'll do it wrong, but they'll try and do the accent correctly. The Brits just don't give a crap. Like, they'll just yeah. do. They'll do whatever the hell they want. They'll say it exactly the way they think it should be said. They're and then, the original Americans. Yeah. They were basically like a, there are the dads. original, like, hey, yeah. you know what? Fuck you. It's my way <laughs> or the highway. The best the best Wimbledon tennis movie that I've seen, though, is the uh, Seven Days in Hell, the HBO special. I gotta watch it. It's really good. I gotta I mean, watch it. There's a lot of weenies. A lot of, lot of, lot of dong. Yeah, I saw, I watched that's, the... That's common with Andy Samberg. The there's a lot of pharmacy. Was there, there was a lot of dong in there? It was just a... a, a a stretch like a 30 to 45 second stretch of dong it was it was weird (laughs) it was was you're not into that no (laughs) no i mean i I mean i can appreciate the humor yeah of 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 dong on film but yeah it's it's not something you see every day but you see it a lot with right with andy samberg right yeah well well, the thing you see, you see a lot of dong in the in, in that movie, and you see a lot of Brits and a lot of tennis, yeah, in the movies. But you never see Pim's Cup in any of these movies, right? No, At, even though they're the official drink of Wimbledon. Doesn't make I, I don't, sense. I don't understand. I mean, um, the 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 interesting thing, well, maybe it's not that interesting, but you know, you'd think that if it was such a really cultural drink, that it would come out in film or music. Um, but the Pimmer is yeah. just not something that, that has a lot of legs. No, it's well, it's it's a guilty pleasure. It is. I it, guess it, it is. is. You, like we we circle back on the fact that this is a guilty pleasure. I, I also you think drink it at Wimbledon and no other time. I think if you don't drink it at Wimbledon and you're in England, you're a tourist. Yeah. And I have a story about that. I I actually went to England for work one day or one one week, and I had an extra day just because of the way the flights worked out. So Did I you met go to Wimbledon. No, I did not. No. It was during the winter, so okay. so here's that was probably my first um, uh, mistake because when this this is a summery drink. Yeah. Again, it's kind of iced tea, and I went out to a, a I met a friend at a bar in Mayfair, which is kind of like a nice part of town. It's Tony, as they say. I love that word. Yeah, that's such and, a great uh, word. Like my clients, I wasn't staying there. My clients are staying there, but so I was out and about. I and I went and I and I met my friend, and he ordered something like cool. 
you know, like like some type of like interesting scotch that they don't sell in the United States, right? And so I, I look at the menu and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go Pim's Cup. I'm yeah. going to go for it. Because I remember in college, a friend of mine drinking it out of this ginormous uh, solo cup, like the bigger, like the double-sized solo cup, <laughs> thinking it looked pretty cool. The, I'm sure there wasn't a big gulp. Yeah, it, it looked like a big gulp. With a diet soda in it. Yeah. It, well, that probably would have been better than what we just drank, right? But the the funny thing was, the guy started kind of chuckling, my buddy, and then the waiter looked at me like I was crazy ordering a Pim's Cup. Now, maybe that's because it's winter. I don't know. But I think that the Brits lure tourists in with the, with the, with the Pim's Cup to just spring an elaborate joke on them. Right. Because right. because this thing came out, man. It was it was the size again, like of a double gulp, um, in but in in a glass, kind of almost like a pitcher. This is a single serving, right? <laughs> it didn't have just a slice of cucumber. It had a whole damn spear of a cucumber, right? It was the garnishes were crawling out and trying to eat the glass. Um, it was and, it was, and break free. Right? It was it was ridiculous. A veritable and, jungle of garnish. And they carried it across the room in a way that alerted all the British people that some dumbass American had ordered or some tourist had ordered a Pim's Cup and everyone was just clowning me. It's like when it's your birthday yes. at, at TGI Fridays. Yeah, but this is mean-spirited. Yeah. It was just totally mean-spirited. <laughs> oh, come on. You know the TGI Fridays waiters and waitresses hate you too. Oh, yeah. Without yeah. a doubt. But at least, I mean, they're mocking you, but at least it's for a happy occasion. That's true. You I ordered what? a damn Pim's Cup in the winter at a bar in Mayfair. They, yeah. they, they gave me what I deserved, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, but you know what? Fuck those people. <laughs> I mean, we won, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're winning right now. Um, so, so the there's a few variations on this thing. I think we talked about glass rub. You got to put it in a in a highball. Yeah, we're just we're using a, the the remaining glasses from our wedding registry. Like, nice for that we usually drink water out. Nice. Of. The uh, so you got to put it in the highball, but the the there's some variations. There's a you can get a Pim's Cup Royale. Where they swap out the lemon soda for champagne. I feel like I would like that, but probably because I like Aperol spritz. Yeah, man, it sounds like an Aperol. Um, the the most disgusting of the variations that that uh, I saw was the the winter Pim's cup, which in, that's what you should have ordered when you were in. I Maine. should have. I didn't know this existed, and I probably if I had known the ingredient, which I'm about to tell you, I would never have ordered it because instead of lemon soda, they put warm apple juice. That's disgusting. It's nasty. <laughs> warm apple juice on top of an orange slice, <laughs> on top of a lemon slice, on top of a cucumber slice, on top of a sprig of mint, on top of a quartered strawberry. That's terrible. Get it out of here. That is terrible. So, um, I guess what really, I, I, I guess we kind of had a shitty experience, which is funny because this whole week for me has been about my youngest son, Hugo, learning how to um, not shit in his pants. Right. Um, he's doing potty training. And he is going up to strangers. Chico's trying to learn how to um, not take a shit in his pants. <laughs> and uh, he's been going up to random strangers during the week, very proud of himself, saying, uh, like today, he went up to a stranger in the grocery store and said, I, um, I learned how to take off my underwear by myself. That's creepy and amazing. Yeah, but and, and what's more interesting is the woman started clapping. Which <laughs> he's got the touch, I guess, you know? Yeah. So, so... Next week when we talk about um, our drink and our kids, hopefully we're not talking about shitty experiences. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. What do we what, got next week? Well, next week we're taking a step away from Europe, uh, finally. And we're going south of the border to South America. Particularly, or not South America, but Latin America. We're going to do some Calvados. Calvados. That's brandy. Calvados is brandy. It'll be delicious. 
and hopefully we'll have a better time than we did this week. <laughs> Um, but I think that's going to be it for this week. Yeah. You can check us out again on daddrinking.com, at daddrinking on Twitter and Instagram. Absolutely. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Google Play, whatever you use. And order some goddamn Side Project Jerky so we can keep this thing going. Sideprojectjerky.com. Thanks, Thanks, Side Project. It's delicious. All right. Until next time. See ya.